Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we talk about all news, comics, and media related to the Transformers. On this episode, the Moore Art Gallery reveals a bunch of new Transformers-themed art prints. There's a deluge of new guest announcements for next year's TFCon LA, and the GoBot Psykill makes his Marvel Cinematic Universe debut. Today is Friday, December 2nd, 2022, and this is episode 314 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that's really looking forward to seeing Psykill get beat up by all the heroes of the MCU. <laughs> I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? Introducing Trish from More Than Meets the Ear and Swerve's Bar. What's up, guys? And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. So you didn't like my intro, Charles. That, uh, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, let's talk Transformers. I preferred mine. I'm sorry. I wrote, I wrote an intro and I, I preferred to read my own intro. <laughs> when you host, you get you make the rules. <laughs> Uh, Trish, thanks again for hanging out with us. Uh, we had you on on Transmissions, the main show. And now you're back for alt mode. Thanks for hanging out. You betcha. Happy to. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna get into a, a little bit uh, of your Transformers history in a little bit. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Heck yeah! All right. As always, we start the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out. We really appreciate those contributions that help keep the show going. If you are not a Donatrion and would like to become one, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up. Uh, you get merchandise, you get perks, you get bonus content, lots of cool stuff to entice you to become a Donatrion and supporter of Transmissions, and we encourage you to do so. Of course, one of the perks is that you get access to bonus content from our Transformers live play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. And this week, we had the early uh, uncut version of episode 90, Interplanetary Route 69. So this just came out this week and it's already available to you if you are a Donatron, so you can check it out on our Patreon page. Uh, of course, episode 90, the regular version, will be out next Monday, December 5th. So uh, just a couple days, you should have access to that if you are uh, not a Donatron. So look forward to that. And that's at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. Uh, that's where you can find all the Empire of Rust podcasts and follow the storyline of our live play RPG uh, run by our awesome editor and producer, Mike. And uh, check that out. All right. Uh, now let's start the show. We're going to do a little special interview. Yeah, so Trish, uh, we got you on. Uh, this is your first time uh, being a, a regular guest host on Transmissions. We we had you on the toy show. Now you're on alt mode. 
So uh, we wanted to, you know, just uh, just get your backstory. You know, uh, talk about talk about a little bit of how you got into Transformers, uh, how it sustains you, and then and you know what you enjoy doing with the with the fandom, and of course your podcast and other stuff you do. So uh, take it away. Start us off. Okay, well, let's. I suppose let's get into it. Let's just hope the uh, internet connection does not go kaput while I'm over here <laughs> talking and talking and talking. Okay, so I guess let's start with the first thing you asked a little bit of my backstory. Um, technically, the very first Transformers show I ever watched was Transformers Animated, but I was right at the cusp. I was like, this is a, this is a kid's show. I don't want to watch that. I'm not that little anymore. So saw a little bit of Transformers Animated, and then the movies came out. I remember going to the theater for Revenge of the Fallen. I don't remember. I don't think I went for the first one. But I got into it through Revenge of the Fallen and then Dark of the Moon. And by that point, I was like, I didn't, I didn't like Dark of the Moon all that much. I didn't like how they were trying to kill off, like, all my favorite characters. I was like, that's rude. So I was like, there has to be more. <laughs> like, there, ha- there has to be something better where they don't just try to kill off, like, Bumblebee and Optimus and... And uh, all that sort of thing. So then I kind of went on. I got into Transformers Prime. Uh, I caught the second season of that. So I watched that. And then the third season. And then the movie live. That was awesome. I loved that show. And then I got into the books. And I could watch the movies. And then I was just kind of a fan for a while. And then I started going. I was like, I was like, oh, whoa, there's conventions for this kind of thing. So then I started going to the conventions. Now um, I like to staff or volunteer for the conventions. I think that's it's a much different side it's still a lot of fun you still get to do the shopping portion of it um i have a couple of cosplays if you've seen been to a tfcon out here in la you've probably seen my optimus prime cosplay or if you've been to a convention down here in southern california you've probably seen my g1 optimus prime it's a lot of fun i love wearing it uh it's currently much taller than it was when i started now that i've got lifts in there but yeah so now i just kind of hang out i help staff and help volunteer for a lot of the cons out here and hang out, cool. do a couple of, I co-host on more than meets the ear and uh, occasionally co-host with Swerve's bar. I more with them. I am more uh, involved on their uh, transformers, RPG D and D homebrew side, transform and roll out. It's a lot of fun. I, I love being a part of the fandom. Awesome. It's funny you mentioned that you you know when I I guess you were you were younger watching Transformers animated say oh it's a kid show I I think you you kind of went through the same uh, same thing we all go through in in Transformers fandom as you get you get to the you get to your adolescence and you think oh this is not for me anymore only to discover it after you get to adulthood it really is right now now I rewatch animated all the time I'm like oh this show's great what was I talking about yeah (laughs) but it's funny Beast Wars for I think me and Charles. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. It, it, it's funny hearing you say, say that because you know I I think I was I was already in my <laughs> early thirties with Transformers. Yeah, out. not not, not me, was, not me. <laughs> and I was unapologetically why I was like, yeah, I'll watch this. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is fine. No I don't problem. even think I watched it when it came out. It was reruns on the hub when that was still oh, wow. a thing. I was oh. like, I was like, yeah, it was. I think it was even after like animated came out, but. It was, and then they did like the G one reruns too, and I just remember seeing like a G one episode here and a G one episode there, and I went back and watched the whole thing later. But I was like, "What is what is what is this show? This is weird. <laughs> Animation style is all funny." <laughs> <laughs> so have have you gotten into the comics too? Like, were you uh, did you collect a lot of the IDW comics? 
I did not when they came out. I didn't even get into like the whole Comic Con like comic scene until like twenty seventeen ish. Uh, so I'm I'm really a more recent fan of that caliber. But I have I collect like novels here and there the uh, covers of the ones that I really like, and mm-hmm. then I have the volumes. I'm slowly collecting those. I think I have one, two, three, four, and five of Phase One, and one, two, three of Phase Two. Uh, that I'm slowly going through. And then I collected, I have all of the 2019 reboot and mm-hmm. then some of uh, some other ones in between. I, I mostly read the novels. <laughs> so all the novel iterations were a lot of fun to read. Most, cool. Some of them are poorly written, but a lot of them. <laughs> cool. And, uh, and uh, with your, um, I'm curious about the, uh, the RPG that you do transform and roll out. So, what uh like uh how i i guess uh for you know for mike he's not here but i'm curious like what kind of system you i, mean, I don't i don't want to get too technical i don't want to scare off all the non-rpg friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. but, uh, but what what kind of system is it based on and 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 like what what kind of what's the scenario like is it is it set in like kind of g1 or you know some other universe or kind of a mix mm-hmm. of things mm-hmm. what's going on there yeah, so it's it's basically whoa words. It's loosely based off of the 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 five e. Uh, so we have like the your classic okay. st- six stat blocks that you use. Uh, they have a couple different modifiers that they threw in there, and then you know obviously you have to calibrate and change your modifiers based on you know the power scale of the transformers and how you have to adjust for so many different class types. You know, from Titan Master all the way up to Titan. You know, uh, having to to work those stats out. And then you have to account for alt modes and everything. So they use kind of like a D&D 5e based, but you know, a lot of it is just kind of like, oh, that, that sounds about right. Let's, let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is based loosely also in the IDW timeline. So they utilize a lot of that lore and a lot of the, the planets that okay. were done. So I, I only know like a little bit of it. Sometimes my IDW knowledge is, is limited, you know, uh, prime is where I have most of my knowledge based, but it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, so we had one set, most of them were set, our first one was set like mid-war, and then our second season was, I think, post, it was like an alternate universe, so mm-hmm. it wasn't in the same timeline as our same D&D, but it's still based off the IDW, so that was pre uh, the other, like the Autobot Decepticon factions, it was a little bit more, um, like, Predacon Maximal based. Um, okay. And then we had, then we went back to the other campaign, but it's set like 500 years later. So it's post-war. And that was a lot of fun. We've had a couple guests come on it on the podcast and, and do that with, with this. We've had, who all have we had? We had Lindsay Rousseau come on. So oh, she was a nice. leader in, in the War for Cyber. And then we had Frank Todaro join us for a one shot as well. A uh, voice of Starscream in the Prime Wars trilogy and the War for Cybertron trilogy. Very cool. Yeah, that's been a lot of fun. It's been great. I have I have a great time. The DM likes to uh, traumatize everybody with character deaths. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the job? That is the job. Yeah, it's a lot of fun though. So how, how many ca- how many done. characters have you burned through? <laughs> uh, I currently I think I'm only at like only only one has like died, but then like brought him back and then my other one is like assumed dead but we ended the campaign there so i don't know if she's actually dead or not but yeah my my main character has been killed and then come back so that's a lot of fun yeah transformers are hard to kill kill they are yeah hard to kill kill (laughs) 
but it's a lot of fun. They introduced a lot of concepts. I'm like, oh shoot, I have to go look that up. Uh, like we did, we did shadow play and the face oh, nice. sixers and and all that stuff. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. I was like, I don't know that much about all this. We'll have to go check it out. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of fun. Yep. Are are the player characters usually like original characters, or do any mm-hmm. any players take on like name you know featured characters from Transformers? We've only done original characters so far, but the the DM will bring in, you know, featured characters. And then our, our one-shot guests uh, have obviously played their own characters. You know, uh, yeah. Lindsay played Alita 1 and Frank played uh, Starscream. So it was a lot of fun. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So uh, definitely I, I, I'm, I'm going to make sure Mike watches this so uh, he, he hears all about it. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can we can get a collaboration going. This, this yeah. is my yeah this this is my uh my pet project i want i want to there to be a crossover at some point in the future so i'm i'm hoping the crossover would be super fun charles wants to be the kevin feige of the uh, transformers (laughs) role-playing universe oh my gosh yeah and we got we we got the books for that new transformers rpg and we were looking through that i was like oh my gosh it's so complicated (laughs) Like, I I don't even know if I understand half of what they're saying. Like the stat blocks are so complicated. They're like it's challenge level twenty three. I'm like out of what? Megatron is a twenty three out of out of what? <laughs> Why is he not like a twenty or like a fifty? Like he's out of what? <laughs> You're like what's the highest challenge level we go? Oh man, yeah. So yeah, I prefer, cool. I prefer the homebrew five E style to uh, whatever the new RPG has going on. <laughs> Well, Mike's gotten it too, so maybe if, if he does enough research, he'll he'll maybe put together a campaign. Maybe that maybe that'll be our in. Is if if Mike figures it out, then everyone else can, <laughs> can take advantage of that. Let's hope. Let's <laughs> hope it. It's pretty complicated. So uh, let's talk about your your other podcast, more than meets the ear, because uh, you mentioned uh, on the on the previous show, you mentioned you you talk about everything except uh, Transformers Cybertron, which is what yeah, you're supposed much, to talk about. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. So currently, uh, the whole premise that the the podcast was thrown upon is that well, we're going to pick one show and review it. And uh, our our founder Josh, he was like, "Oh well, I really love Transformers Cybertron, so let's pick that." I'm like, "I have no idea what the show is, so sure." Uh, so we have the, the core, the four of us make up Josh, who's like a fan of Transformers Cybertron. I have no idea what it is. Uh, Stuart is a stoic G1-er. He's like in it for the G1. He's great. And then Susan just takes immense pleasure in just spitballing every single idea about Transformers Cybertron, (laughs) which I'm here for. So it's, it's generally chaos. You know, we spend most of the time talking about everything but Transformers Cybertron, uh, we talk about the good things about the episodes. We spend more time talking about the bad things. About the episodes. <laughs> um, but it's, it's a great time. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's generally a lot of chaos and, and stuff. And Josh is really good about throwing in like fun stuff. And we do like outtakes at the end of the episode that are my favorite to listen to is all the failed jokes or things we messed up trying to say. It's, it's a lot of fun and it's a great group of people. We, we never have outtakes or, you know, we, we don't make mistakes. <laughs> no. I think I think that's an outtake that's going. That, that was an outtake. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's 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 interesting because yeah, I mean, for me, uh, the the Unicron trilogy is kind of a hole for me. Like I, I kind of dropped off with like just yeah when I when I started watching those cartoons, I was like, oh, this is not for me. So uh, I'm. Yeah. 
maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll, that'll be my my end to to take another look at it, see if there's yeah. there's something I missed there. But, and I told cool. Josh I was like when I when I was getting started, I said, Josh, isn't isn't the Cybertron like the third installment of this trilogy? And he was like, Yeah, but Armada's okay. We don't really we don't really talk about Energon. We're just gonna <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, we're just gonna go with Cybertron. And I was like, Okay, sounds like a great idea. Um, you know, the show has great parts. Uh, I am I'm a I love the thundercracker i think he's friggin' hilarious i love that this show it just has outrageously bad accents like for all the characters <laughs> just so bad like think the most southern like person trying to imitate a southern accent you could possibly get and that's thundercracker and then you have Jetfire over here he's like oh crikey mate and this- <laughs> <laughs> I spent half the episode dying and then they just have these one-liners that are so off the cuff but they just come across and they say them with utter conviction in these terrible accents and I'm just dying half the episode in like tears laughing and the other half I'm just confused as heck but <laughs> you know, it's a good time it's a really good time all right. Well, we will definitely we'll have links for everyone to take a look at to, uh, to check out both of those podcasts uh, I also wanted to, to you mentioned uh, you know how much you've been doing volunteering and staffing for TF Cons. So how many times have you done that over? Has it been like a few years or how? When did you get started with that? Uh, TF Con, I, I only volunteer with. Um, I'm staffed for an, a smaller convention circuit here in California, but okay. I, I volunteer with TF Con. My first uh, one that I volunteered with, I attended the very first one I attended was TF Con LA 2019, and then I attended. Um, TFCon Baltimore was the second TFCon I attended and also the first one that I volunteered at. And then I volunteered at LA this past year in 2022 and then again in Chicago 2022. So I've only volunteered with them for that was my one year anniversary, but it's such a good time. And, you know, I feel like I've been volunteering there forever. Just the staff is so great and they're so nice. And I love getting to work with all the guests and, you know, they they do put on a good show. A lot of cool people go, a lot of cool, a lot of cool vendors, a lot of cool attendees. The volunteers are always so great. You know, that's, uh, Josh is another one. He volunteers with them. He's, he's incredible. So I, I, I really love doing it. I'll, I'll keep volunteering with them as long as they'll take me. Very cool. And yeah, we've, we've got uh, TFCon LA coming up again next year. So I'll uh, be there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. And we'll, that's a tease because we yeah. have more information coming up <laughs> later in the episode for that. Yes, indeed. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you got uh, Josh or <laughs> Daryl, Jeremy. <laughs> you have any wow, other questions? Not even, not even the guest host. Yeah. Just, um... just Daryl. Poor Daryl. I, I mean, this is alt mode, but uh, I was going to ask you about your uh, your toy collecting. I mean, Transformers is about toys a bit, uh, so <laughs> we should <laughs> maybe ask you about that a little. Uh, do, uh, what, uh, That's what, what you're here for, Daryl. <laughs> what kind of toys do you collect there, Trish? Uh, what, uh, what, uh, what tickles your fancy? Um, well, my main, I have the most of the Siege series just because that was what they have like the most of, uh, but my favorite line that I collect is, is Transformers Prime. I think it's a lot of fun. A lot of the transformation is super cool. I adore the vehicle, the vehicle figure. I think it's great. 
I have mm-hmm. the um, Japanese exclusive Air Vehicle in general. That's the silver one. That's mm-hmm. a super cool figure. I have the Silas Breakdown. Oh, like the, there's just so many cool extra figures that happen in Prime. And then that one, that one is my main one. But I do have the most of Siege, and then I have um, I have the Haslab Unicron. I got one of those. So that's probably the most expensive. Actually, I can't say that anymore. I can't say that anymore because when I was at a San Diego Comic Con. I participated in the trivia. They had like a trivia contest on Saturday and Sunday uh, at the Hasbro booth. And the grand prize was a RoboSyn Optimus Prime signed by Peter Cullen. And I ended up doing that. So now that is my most uh, expensive piece of my collection that I have is the RoboSyn Optimus Prime signed by Peter Cullen. But the Unicron Damn, is the wow. one you spent the most money on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Unicron I spent the most money on Unicron, yes. Uh I was actually pretty ecstatic I didn't have to actually buy the Robosilt. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, the two people cool. on this on the show right now that have the Robeson it, it you know neither one of them actually paid for it. Didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a great fit. It's a super cool, super cool toy. I really like it. Uh love make him do his little dance moves i like his kung fu He's like, Whoa. <laughs> i like that wow. one that's awesome that's awesome yeah i have a i only have a couple g1 figures sadly uh i'm i have optimus megatron the original three seekers i have who else, who else do i have i have Soundwave and his four cassettes i think that's pretty much it just because I've been collecting the Prime line, I think it's cool. So. Prime's yeah. a good line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a lot of really cool toys. I hope it makes mm-hmm. a comeback because that was like one of the best series that they, in my opinion, it's my favorite. And I think it's, yeah. you know, just from the design to the like artwork to the cast that they had, you know, they had a, they had a pretty packed cast in that show. Yeah. So. Did yeah, I enjoyed I like first, yeah. first edition <clears throat> yeah. figures, or did you collect the ever the, the other ones? I have a sealed first edition RC. I have a first edition Bulkhead, first edition Bumblebee, first edition Optimus Prime. I have the San Diego Comic Con exclusive Optimus Prime that came in like the little Matrix box. I have the mm-hmm. Cliff Jumper, the Terracon Cliff Jumper, and then I have the uh, the New York Comic Con exclusive that has. Uh, the taxi cab bumblebee and then the oh, pink rc pink RC. that came with jack and they came with jack and raf and yeah. then i have the i think it's worlds collide that comes with the optimus and megatron and also like the discs but it's like the special edition comic-con one i have that one too mm-hmm. the only one i don't cool. have is the starscream bumblebee with mech i don't that's the only one i don't have of the special oh, okay. editions cool yeah. the terracon uh cliff jumper is it the head the cliff jumper head one the yeah, one that came one in the head, yeah, 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 because mm-hmm. yeah, there was one that was that just one's a cool, flat, pack. just like the terracotta yeah, cliff jumper. Yeah, I have that as well. It's bar- buried up yeah, there somewhere. Mine... A lot of the packaging for those was super nice. It was very cool. It was like yeah. really nice. Yeah, they did a lot with the yeah. on the creative side with it. Yeah, my bulk, my first edition bulkhead <laughs> is not sealed. He's just he's loose, but the bulkhead is so fun to transform. Yeah. He like yeah. goes from like this big bulky dude to like this little teeny compact car, and it's it's a lot of fun. So I, I love the cool. Cyberverse class figures too, like the little guys that are still a lot of fun to transform. 
they mm-hmm. look really great in their alt modes. They look kind of silly in bot mode, but they're a lot of fun. It's just transparent. <laughs> I, have, I have quite a few of those, too. I think they're great. There are three um, prime. They were called commander class at the time, but they, uh, they were really hard to get at the end of the line. There was a bludgeon, a unicron megatron, and I, I always forget the third one. But uh, I, do you have those ones? I, I had those for a time, and I, I sold all my Prime figures to uh, one of our listeners. Um, and, uh, yeah. Anyway, this I is the toy talk that I, I know yet. you don't want here, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have those yet, but I did forget to mention I also have the Shockwaves Lab set that came with Shockwave and then the little Predaking and, like, the little test tube. Oh, yeah. Yep. So I got I got that one. I like that one. That one's really cool. But I don't I don't have those those ones at the end of the line yet. I've been looking yeah, for them. Hard. They're really hard to find. They were. They were hard, really to, hard find. to find. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, that's all the toy talk I needed, Charles. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love I talking gave you about more, my Daryl. <laughs> I'm talking about anything, toys. guys. No, yeah, that's that's what we're here for. We're here to hear. We're here to. We're trying to get the the whole the whole picture of Trish. That, that's what this, this segment is for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we 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 wrap up the interview with uh, a little rapid fire segment. So these are some quick uh, either or questions. We're just going to oh, run gosh. through them real fast. I'm scared um, now. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> the one that we keep saying we're going to edit that is completely meaningless it's, at this point. It's got some out of date. I'll just skip. <laughs> Could call an audible and, and put something else in there. I mean, if, if you got if you got an idea, just call it out, Daryl. <laughs> I'm just gonna read. I, <laughs> were they, were but, these in right, the packet? So, I don't remember reading about these. <laughs> no, this, this, the, the, we 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 usually we don't oh, we hold these back before before we the the guest so the guest doesn't have a chance to prepare. So these are supposed to just be, oh boy, you know. Just Stream of consciousness, you know, top I of probably head, wouldn't have read it anyways. That comes to your mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, starting ahead, off. With, yeah, rapid fire. Okay. Autobot or Decepticon? Autobot. And who's your favorite Autobot? That's a loaded question. Uh, gonna be, if, if I had to pick, probably gonna be cliche and say Optimus. But if I couldn't pick Optimus, I'd go with Jazz. Okay. Uh, okay, Transformers live action movie one two three four five or Bumblebee. Ooh, mm, the first one one. Okay. Yeah, or or uh, Bumblebee, but one I liked one. <laughs> uh, comics more than meets the eye slash Lost Light robots in disguise slash Optimus Prime till all are one or the Transformers reboot starting in twenty nineteen. Uh, more than meets the eye. Cool. Uh, Third-party toys, yes or no? Yes. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Coffee or tea? Coffee all the way. Extra espresso. (laughs) (laughs) Chicken or steak? Oh, that's that's a loaded question, buddy. Uh, Steak. (laughs) Uh, Pepsi (laughs) or Coke? Neither. I prefer water. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can you can pick your own. If you, if neither answer suits you, you can pick your own if you want. Yeah, I don't like uh, soda. Okay. Uh, Burger King or McDonald's? Uh, Burger King. Uh, history or science? Ooh, history. 
Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo Switch? Can I read a book instead? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so no video games. <laughs> I'm really, really bad at them. I'm really bad. That's fine. <laughs> what are, what's the multiplayer option on a book? <laughs> choose your own adventure. Uh, yeah, choose your own adventure. <laughs> uh, PC or Mac? PC. iPhone or Android? I don't know, man. I've had both. <laughs> They're so different. <laughs> I get I mean, right now. I guess iPhone because I have one, but I miss my Android. Oh, okay. Is there an app that you can't live without? Mm, what app could I not live without? My notes app, because that's where I do all my creative writing. Oh, okay. Uh, Marvel or DC? Marvel. And is there a favorite Marvel character? Captain America. Ah, nice. Stallone or Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger. Pixar or DreamWorks? DreamWorks. Is there? Do you have a guilty pleasure movie that you'll always watch uh, whenever you see it on, like Mrs. Doubtfire? Oh, nice. that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good yeah. movie. I, that's it's such a good it's so rewatchable like every time you just rewatch it all the time <laughs> or how to train they, your dragon oh cool okay yeah I, I always remember mrs doubtfire did the best um like uh you know that sitcom i have i have to be two people in the same place at the same time and that oh, that, that was, was so that good was hilarious. Was so good <laughs> star wars or star trek Star Wars, <laughs> all the way. Simpsons, uh, Family Guy, or Rick and Morty? Have not seen any of them. No, oh, okay. <laughs> any, 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 I'm so sorry, Daryl. Uh, so okay, is, Simpsons is has any... been on for like 32 years. <laughs> I don't. I I can't bring myself to watch The Simpsons. I I don't like that like sitcom cartoonish. No, I'd rather, no read, good a anymore, I'd rather read a book. So, so no, no other animated series that I that you'd be interested in that I could that I could put on this list. Mm, can't even think of one off the top of my head. There's a few American that I'll watch. Died, um, uh, Futurama, uh, Clone Wars. I watch Clone Wars. Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, straight up, dude. I have just have not seen any of them. Like. Even SpongeBob, like meh, totally meh. fair. Yeah, <laughs> I'm more of a movie person. Like I like shows that can follow, like that, that span over time. But the like the comedy sitcom thing, I just I don't. It doesn't rub me. It, like it's weird. I don't. I, don't like it. <clears throat> I think you should just ask the question, Charles. Just <laughs> even though it's out of date. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm I'm skipping it. I'm skipping that quiz. Now okay, I want to know I'll, what it is. Now I want to know right, what it right. is. Walking Dead or Game of Thrones? Walking Dead just ended. Game of Thrones ended three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it's back. Game of Thrones. A new hat. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess House of the Dragon just uh, just came out. That's and right. the books are good. 
Yeah, they're they're good, but <laughs> they'll never be finished. <laughs> no, no. All right, uh, sports, NFL, MLB, NHL, UFC, NBA, or Premier League soccer. I have not heard UFC thrown in there, and I'm so happy that it's included UFC all the way. Oh, awesome. Okay. If it, if I had to go with like a league sport, that would be it'd be hockey. Okay. But oh. UFC UFC is the best. Because there's Darryl's the fighting aspect, to... right? It's the fighting <laughs> aspect of the fighting aspect of hockey is why you like it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, do you know how hard it is to ice skate? Like, I can run across a field, but ice skate? Like, yes, oh my gosh. I, I, play. I play hockey. <laughs> oh, sick. Yeah, no, I can like barely skate across the rink without like face planting. So, major kudos to hockey players. Daryl's in an old man league. <laughs> i'm an old man my daughter plays she's she plays you know competitive so it's it's cool but to play and then fight too and stay on the and stay on your skates that's that's a oh skill. that's so impressive <laughs> all right uh cars porsche ferrari lamborghini or volkswagen beetle hmm ferrari okay and the last question, blonde, brunette, or redhead? Blonde. Okay. There you go. See, that wasn't so bad, was it? That's that's the end of the round. No, that was final. fine. That was fine. A couple of those were pretty hard. I, I felt like being like, but what about? No. So, <laughs> yeah. There's no judgment. That's our goal. Nah, it's all good. It's, it was fun. <laughs> I had a good time. All right, now that with with the rapid fire questions that uh, certifies you to be a regular guest host on transmissions at any Heck point yeah. in the future. So I don't know if Daryl's going to let me back after not having seen any TV shows. <laughs> but you like hockey, so <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, okay, I good, mean, good redeeming quality there. It. Yeah, you're, okay, you're good. Good, good. All right, let's get on with the rest of alt mode, and we'll get into some Transformers media news. All right, in, feed, in media news this week, uh, we got a couple things uh, to talk about because it's been a few weeks since we've done this. Uh, we've got uh, a new uh, print poster that's being uh, offered up. It's from uh, Flore. It's a limited edition Transformers the movie poster, and it's uh, 24 by 36, uh, and it is based out of the UK. So if you're wanting to purchase it, it is 39 99 pounds uh, means it's quite expensive, but it is hand numbered limited edition to 200. Um, so uh, it's a, it's a very cool looking poster. It's a retro, it very nice v- retro looking um, very, very cool. Um, and it is, uh, it is very, very uh, limited. So one of they those do things have a, that- they do have a U.S. Uh, portal, so you can buy it directly from them if you're in the U.S. and the and the price there is forty nine dollars and seventeen cents. Well, if you're gonna buy it, now's the time because the dollar's pretty strong. Not for me, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. dollar, Daryl. U.S. dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Daryl. The U.S. dollar. Come on. It's all about you. <laughs> um okay next up we got uh transformers uh official print set and screen print announcement uh this is from moore art gallery and uh spainters collective these are 
um, some prints that have been uh, done, and we've got uh, uh, Bumblebee by Alberto Reyes, Optimus Prime by uh, Ruiz Burgos, uh, Megatron by Arello Lorenzo, and Starscream by uh, Senoise. Um, and these are a connecting um, series of prints. You can get uh, one of any of them, or you can get all four, and they'll all connect together. Uh, to form one giant image, which is always very cool. I love it when comic mm-hmm. books do that. I, If a comic book does it, even if it's the same damn book, uh, and they do four <laughs> four different covers, I'm likely buying all four of those stupid covers. I'll buy the book multiple times to get a big, huge image because I'm an idiot. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, this is a very cool image. I like it. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can, you can t- definitely uh, look to uh, pick one of these things up. Uh, they are, they're pretty big. They, they mm-hmm. are 36 by 12 or 91.44 centimeters by 30.48 centimeters. Um, and they are, there is a red foil variant uh, of these as well. Both editions are limited to a hundred pieces. Um, wow. they are very, very limited. So if you're into something like this, um, <clears throat> You might want to jump on it. Uh, I'd hate to go and try and get uh, the entire set of four and then miss out on one. So you can't you can't get your whole set. So yeah. it would, looks like they have suck. an option. They have an option to buy like the four or the one big one, or you can buy like a combo deal for like less if, if, you, if they were combined. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, they're Very really cool. cool though. Wow! Right on. I love that uh, the Bumblebee one has like Alita one, and is that like Moonracer and like in the foreground, just like huddling down yeah. there. That's super cool. I mean, the most recent uh, uh, media that would feature Alita one, I would actually think Bumblebee would be huddling down, and Alita <laughs> one would be standing there because she has been much more of a badass in most recent media than Bumblebee has. Um, But uh, either way, whatever. Uh, These are really cool-looking pictures, and, uh, you know, to be able to get all four of them would look great together on a wall in a... uh, Yeah, they look really nice. Yeah. Uh, Next up, we have got a a better look at the Transformers Rise of the Beast product standee. Uh, I mean, it's still... It's this still doesn't look great, but uh, if you want to try and look at this standee, this is going to be uh, you know, showing up in stores. Um, and this was on the screen during that investor day uh presentation. We can see that there's a bunch of shirts, there's some hats in here, um, there's a bunch of crap on here. <clears throat> you want to try and zoom in on this if you want and maybe make out a couple images, be my guest. It's it's just, it's a bunch of pixels at this point. Um, we're by the time this episode comes out, we might even get you know better images of all of this stuff. So uh, this is uh, not the the best image, but it's it's what they're talking about at this point. Everything is news, you know, leading up into the to the movie. So with that being said, on to our next topic: a coffee mug showed up uh, with some images of some beast <laughs> modes here. So we've got uh, some some images of Primal and Rhinox and Cheetor 
in their beast modes here. Air Razor's up at the top. Oh, is Air Razor there? Oh, yeah, Air Razor's up at the top as well. She's so, so cute. Uh, and this is on a coffee mug for Rise of the Beast. And we're getting alt mode images. Um, <clears throat> Rhinox, Primal, and Air Razor look a lot more realistic than Cheetor. Uh, but, I mean, whatever. This is just uh, this is just a coffee mug. So, um, yeah. It's, I, I like mean, that the max the maximal symbol looks pretty cool too. Looks like they're going to use yeah, that. Yeah, it looks really nice. It does. Yeah, this is this is a lot of this this stuff we're going to get for the next little while is just going to be like that's you know, Rise of the Beast pencil case has been spotted at Walmart. <laughs> you know, oh that's news. Okay, cool. So you know th- we're going to have a lot of this crap kind of show up in the next little while. Um, we talked about it a little bit in the toy show that the 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 merchandise media, you know, press is starting in December and we are like, by the time the show goes up, we are a few days from that. So it's, you know, well, we're, uh, we're in December as this. Oh, we are up. in December. Yes. December as of, as yeah. of this episode goes up, it's, yeah. it is now December. So, yeah. So at some point this month, we're going to get a, a, a trailer and uh, we're going to start seeing a lot more of this crazy crap show up. So um, yeah, but uh that's uh you know that's what i've got for media news but we have one more thing um i'm gonna throw it to jeremy because we've got some businessy business news to talk about and jeremy what's the business uh well um the business is that hasbro has authorized the sale of parts of e1 their um media production company also owner of death row records as Charles likes to remind us, um, but it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. crazy Hasbro that Hasbro owns Death Row Records, but um, <laughs> they are going to keep the parts that are working on their licensed uh, things, like Transformers, Magic Gathering, Power Rangers, all that stuff. Um, Peppa Pig, don't forget Peppa Pig. Dungeons <laughs> and, and Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> So Peppa um, Pig is huge. You guys yeah. have no idea. Now that I'm back in nope. that freaking world right now, it's yeah. crazy huge how Peppa Pig is. Yeah. Crazy. But anyway, uh, when they sell off E1, it looks like they're going to be keeping, and I'm guessing having their own production in-house for their Woo. brands and selling off everything that is outside of, their brands um they haven't sold it yet and they are they've just authorized the sale so we won't hear anything else until they actually do sell it but uh this is interesting um i know having just seen wakanda forever and had a um, trailer for the dungeon and dragon movie um e1 is like front and center with that so they're going to keep using that until there is a sale but i would imagine after that, we're going to get some new production company name for whatever Hasbro's doing. So, I'm excited our, for the D and D movie. Yeah, it looks funny, but um, you know, hopefully it does well. But uh, yeah, that is all we have here for the business stuff. All right, we're going to move on and jump into transforming pop culture. All right, uh, this is an interesting thing from pop culture, the uh, courtesy of James Gunn, 
and the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. We're not going to spoil the, the show other than this one part. Uh, they are at the Chinese theater in Hollywood on Earth. And there, as, as there are a number of characters always outside of there, uh, one is Psykill. And uh, we can see here a picture of the guy in the Psykill costume uh, holding a, a dog. I don't remember the dog from the, the show. But mm. <laughs> yeah, and then there is Psykill. And uh, someone asked him on Twitter, did you have to talk to Hasbro and license, um, you know, Psykill for that, that joke in the movie? And he says that they did, and Hasbro agreed. And GoBots are canon in the MCU, and it was awesome <laughs> to see a renegade going against the Guardian in live action. <laughs> so, I, I, what, what I find hilarious is how we're like GoBots were the prime competitor for Transformers in the eighties. Now they're own they're they're owned by Hasbro now, so they're no longer competitor. But the uh, Hasbro still owns the rights to the toys. But I think Warner Brothers owns the actual animated show because it was a Hanna Barbera show, and they so they still have the rights to the Challenge of the GoBots cartoon. So uh, it's interesting, and this is a Disney show now <laughs> putting this character oh in here. So. This is this is a crossover yeah. to end all crossovers. He's the next right. Disney princess, guys. Now, yeah, I don't know who the actor is in the suit, but they're standing in front of the George Clooney square in front of the theater. So, it, is that George Clooney? No, uh, I'm, I'm reading a little bit too much into that. I think so. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's it's pretty funny. Yeah, I thought that was great when I saw it. I just. That was fantastic, because you don't they don't they don't acknowledge him right away. He's just in the background at first, and I'm like, because I saw it, and I was like, holy shit, it's Psycho in the background, <laughs> right? And, yeah, and then yeah, and then other stuff actually, happens that we won't talk about. Yeah, but they, they explicitly <laughs> reference Gobot by name, and that mm. that's great. Yeah, so mm. they are canon. Yeah in in the in the credits at the end, it's he's listed as Gobot. <laughs> just Gobot. They don't name him. They, it's not Psykill. It doesn't say Psykill. It just says Gobot. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Maybe, maybe they they would have maybe they would have had to license uh, the 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 cartoon from WB if they if they named him Psykill. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Either way, it's very cool. All right. Well, that that is uh, we we don't we don't get a lot of uh, references to Transformers pop culture references. We haven't talked about a lot on the show, so it's not it's cool to see that pop up. It's it's always surprising when that pops up these days. So cool. All right, we're gonna finish up the show with Transformers convention news. Okay, so Transformers Convention News, we have TFCon LA coming up this March in 2023, and we have already started announcing guests, so we're starting it off strong with a decent amount of G1 cast joining us. Our first announcement was Dan Gilvezan. Uh He primarily did Bumblebee in the original G1 cartoon, and super excited to see him back. He's come to a few of the shows. Um, 
See, he also did. He also did a couple other characters. We've also got Michael Bell. I wasn't going to go into it because I don't know who they are. We've also known it's all good. Yeah, he was the amazing Spider-Man. And we've also got Michael Bell, voice of Prowl. Uh, he's he's a really fun guy. He's always good to have around at, at cons. Let's see who else we got. We've got Greg Berger. Oh, he's Greg, amazing. He's, he's such he's such a nice guy. We've got he's Voice awesome. of Grimlock is going to be coming to TFCon LA. He's always a hoot to have around. Um, I'm looking forward to the panel that they're going to have with all these G1 guys. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's see who else we got. We got Neil Ross. He's also super cool. He doesn't go to a lot of cons, so I was super excited to see uh, that we were getting Neil Ross, and he, you know, uh, did Hook, I can't even read that, Slag, Point Blank, and Springer, as well as Bone Crusher. I was like, I only I only need, like, a couple big ones. Um, but yeah, so we got him. I can't believe how many guests mm-hmm. they have already announced for TFCon LA. Yeah, well, I mean, they're all in LA, so it's gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah, stuff. no, they are all they are all like right out there. We've also got John Machida Jr., the fastest talking man alive, voice of Blur. Uh, have any of you guys actually like heard him like talk super fast in person? Yeah, it's yep. ridiculously impressive. He's <laughs> he I don't did, know, I don't know how he does it. When when he came to TFCon Toronto, he he was the auctioneer for the charity auction, so he did like he. Oh my he gosh! Did, yeah, that was it was amazing. <laughs> Could you even understand what he was saying? Oh yeah, it was yeah, it was I mean, pretty that, impressive. Yeah, he, I don't know. Like awesome. you can even hear every word he says when he says it. He's like, uh, it's super impressive. Yep. Hopefully, he's in the script read doing that. Oh, I'm sure he is. Uh, yeah, and then we've also got Morgan Lofting, uh, voice of Firestar and Moonracer. Does that say Moonracer? Yeah, Moonracer yeah. in G1. Um, I've only seen her at a couple cons, so that's exciting that she's coming for sure. And the Baroness, we can't forget the yeah. Baroness. Oh, and the Baroness, not, yeah. Not I, I don't know that side, so. <laughs> and then we have the lovely Paul Eiding will be coming to TFCon again. He was in Chicago. He tries. He comes to a lot of them. Very sweet voice of Perceptor. He did one of the Quintessons in G1. Uh, he's also done quite a bit of other animation, and he's always he's always such a hoot to be around. And to have it a con, I think is that I think that he was yeah. the most recent announcement. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, quite a few of those guys will probably participate in the script reads. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, getting. All I hope I hope John Mishita does it. Yeah, getting all these G one voice actors together um, <laughs> is always fun. Just seeing them interact <laughs> with each other. Yeah, we'll, yeah, they'll probably have a few more. There's a couple more that that live out out in the L A area that usually will come to the cons if they're out in California. I'm I'm super excited to see Neil Ross. I haven't seen him at a con in like forever. Um but, you know John Mashita, like when you give him like I don't know if he's done a script before, but um from what I've seen if you like the scripts that he gets is literally just like one line of text and then dot 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 and he just does the rest. He just goes off on like this huge <laughs> long tangent about whatever was in that like first line of text or whatever that first like general idea is that he's supposed to talk about it. And he just goes, he just improvs like the entire like paragraph long block of text. It's amazing. <laughs> awesome. Well that's a that's a pretty good plug for TFCon LA. So everyone ch- I Super think tickets excited. are already available. Yeah. So and I believe the hotel block already went on sale too. So definitely cool. definitely go do that guys. 
go to TFCon LA. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. Uh, as always, at the end of every episode, we give a shout out to our Masterpiece Donatrons. These are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level on Patreon. So we really appreciate that support which is why we give them a shout-out in every episode. So thank you once again to John4x11good and DemonTech82. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And Trish, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us this week on Transmissions and Transmissions Alt Mode. Thank you guys so much for having me. I had such a great time. It was so much fun. Cool. Unlike poor Daryl, who's dying. But it's not your fault. You didn't do it. It's, no, no. I don't know. Maybe it's just latent damage for that. Uh, that uh, not seeing any animation shows. It's, it's just psychological damage. It's finally taking Oh my gosh. But uh, Trish, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you online and where they can find your podcasts? Yeah, of course. So uh, pretty much everywhere online on all the platforms, you can find me at a rogue Trish Instagram, Discord, Hive now, the dead platform of Twitter. Um, you can find <laughs> you can find more than meets the ear at I believe at MTMT ear um, on Twitter and Instagram. It might be MTMT ear podcast. Um, on Facebook, we are at more than meets the ear, and Swerves Bar is just at Swerves Bar podcast. I believe on all platforms, and they post the transform and rollout through their um, base base podcast page so yeah come on hop on and listen and just enjoy a great time awesome all right everyone thanks for watching and listening to this episode of transmissions alt mode we'll see you next time bye-bye bye later Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>